0: Thanks for checking out this message from River Valley Church in Boise, Idaho. We hope that it encourages you and inspires you. For more messages like this, make sure to check out our podcast. And for more content from River Valley, go to our website, rivervalleyboise.com. Enjoy this message. Hey, good morning, church. It is so great to see you here for uh, the first weekend, second weekend of House Church, first weekend of our new series. Yeah. It is so cool. I uh, hope that you've had a great day together already during worship and just having a great time. And we're going to have a, a, a great, great time, because I like saying that apparently. <laughs> we're going to have a good time jumping into the Word of God for a few minutes, and then yeah. you guys get to discuss and talk yeah. and hopefully have some great conversation around this.
1: Yeah, and, and good morning to all you who are joining us online yeah. as well. Man, we're so grateful to have the platform of technology. Yeah. Uh, we know many of you are gathering uh, just in your home, yeah. and uh, we love you so much. We want you to know you're a part of this family, and uh, and we love that we get to share in the Word together like this. Today, you got to have uh, worship in, in your home, yep. and uh, now we're going to jump into this time in the That's Word, right. but but you at home, we love you so much, and That's we're right. so glad you're joining in with us.
0: We are starting a brand new series, and we've been really excited about yeah, this over the summer. Yeah. Um, so for the entire summer, all the way up until we gather together back in September, yeah. we're going to be looking at one of the coolest passages of the Bible. Come on. I can't say the coolest because they're all cool, but one of the coolest and it's actually the first sermon that Jesus ever spoke. Yeah. And and it's also his longest sermon <laughs> that he ever spoke. Without right? a doubt. He, he yeah. went, I mean, it's t- three chapters. Three yeah, chapters. They thought we talked a lot. I know, I know, I know. We're not long-winded. Had, he went all day. Uh, and I, I bet you that nobody was looking at him wondering when he was going to be done so they could go eat.
1: Not that any of you would ever No, no,
0: no, no, yeah. not not at all, yeah. not at all. Yeah. But uh, it's this incredible opportunity um, that he, he just shared with people about the kingdom of heaven. Yep. And what he did is he spoke to the world that they lived in, yep. but he brought a different perspective, a different way of thinking, and a different kingdom into their world, and really, really challenged yeah.
1: where they were at and what they thought. Yeah, in a big way. You know, today we're going to actually talk about this upside-down <laughs> kingdom. That's right. Uh, we're gonna talk about it in, in relationship to some first teachings that yep. Jesus did out of Matthew chapter five. Yep. So I want you to open up your Bibles. If you're in your house church, uh, you can do that collectively with everybody that's there. If you're home, uh, just open up your Bible, maybe electronically or an actual real Bible, that would be revolutionary. Whoa, whoa whoa, um, whoa, whoa, But open up your Bible to Matthew <laughs> chapter five, and we're gonna start in verse three. And we're just going to walk down through this section. And many of you know this section of Scripture as, as the Beatitudes. But really what it is, is this is Jesus saying, here's the difference between the kingdom of God and what you're currently living in right, right now. Right. Here's what I'm inviting you into, yeah. and here's what you have lived in. And right. so Jason and I are going to walk through and do that together with you. I and, get to be the world. <laughs> he gets to be the kingdom of heaven. He does such I, a good job of that.
0: <laughs> I get to be the world So as we're tracking through We're going to kind of talk about the the opposites of these
1: Yeah, so, so go with this here God blesses those who are poor and realize their need for him That's a powerful statement it's huge it's completely reliant on somebody
0: else yeah right our world you you know this our world celebrates individualism self-reliance being able to take care of yourself do whatever it takes right Uh, i need money i'm gonna go get a job right so so our world practices the opposite of this and and jesus says realize their need for him the world says you don't need anybody. Right. You can just make it happen
1: yourself. Right. The the reward of that place of humility yeah. is that we don't perish, <laughs> but that we get to experience eternal life through that's Jesus. Right. And that's what Jesus was saying here. Here, the kingdom of God is not built on on your ability and your individualism. Right. But it's built on this beautiful yeah, thing of humility, acknowledgement that we need Him. Uh, verse five goes on to say, God blesses those who are humble. Humility, very simple.
0: Humility is looked at as a weakness. Yeah, without a doubt in, in the culture of the world. Yep. It's looked at. If you are humble, you're weak. Like yeah. like you 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 don't have self confidence. Right. You don't have this thing in you that drives and motivates you. You know like what humility? What's right. that? You know you right. are it. You are all that. In a bag of chips. Come
1: on. <laughs> and Jesus just says, "Hey, put on this humility. <laughs> you're not like, wear <laughs> it. Like it, it's a yeah. better place to be." And then then I love this this next one that Jesus kind of drops mm-hmm. in in here. He says, "God blesses those whose hearts are pure." Mm. What an unpopular... Mm space in the culture mm. that we live in today, huh? It's it's
0: true. Again, it's it's mocked. Yeah. Purity is mocked. Yep. Purity is like looked at as as unimportant and yep. not something to attain to. And, yep. and again, self gratification, yep. making yourself feel great because yep. again, be, based off of external sources, like right. you said, rather than an internal confidence that comes from the Holy Spirit. Yep. And so the purity of our hearts is something that we really, really need to attain to. Right. And this This goes far greater than just uh, a purity of our um, of our body, or you know, from from that standpoint, it goes from a purity of our heart. Right? Are we allowing ourselves to get frustrated and irritated with everybody around us, or is our heart staying pure before God to allow Him to come and just guide our thoughts, our feelings, our actions, our motives, all of that?
1: Well, and I think it reveals we don't actually believe that that can be a thing in our life, right? In so much of our culture, Um, we don't actually believe and. That's why we make fun of, of purity. Yeah. Um, and, and here's what Jesus is saying is, hey, if you'll, you'll come to me, yeah. if you'll come to me... Yep. Um, I I can give you a a pure heart. I can Mm -hmm. help you have right motivations Mm -hmm. in this thing. And the beauty of this space is it follows up by saying, and they will see God. Yeah. yeah. So the reward of surrendering our lives to Jesus and learning how to let his purity cover us and the choices and decisions that we make in our life, the reward of that is seeing God. Yeah, that's right. Like Understanding who he is and and, and being fully engaged in a relationship with him. And I don't know about you, but that's the desire of my heart. Uh, Jesus goes on to say, God blesses those who work for peace oh man holy smokes
0: this 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 one could be standalone on its own right now too we'd right? have to
1: blow up social media right now <laughs> toss Facebook Instagram everything right because it's right. the complete opposite of that. You know,
0: he, he just very simply says you need to work for peace. And what is his peace? Well, his peace is in the reality that he's in control.
1: Yeah.
0: He will fight our battles. So good. And all justice comes from him. Right. Isaiah 42, Isaiah 42, um, talks about this. It says that he is the carrier of justice
1: for the world. Mm -hmm. Right. And he, and he says for us in that place, when we learn how to be a a people of peace, yeah. Um, it's powerful. Jesus tells us that, mm. that we're going to be called children of God. Right. In other words, there's an identity that yeah. comes into place when we are instruments yeah. of peace. Yep. And that doesn't mean that we don't stand up for what is what is right. just. Right. It doesn't mean that we don't stand in the gap for those who can't speak for themselves. It right. simply means that our goal in that is not for us to be seen or heard. Right but for mm. peace to come in, right. in, into people's lives. And Jesus said, if we'll do that, then we will be identified mm. as the children of God. That's awesome. That's huge. Jesus finishes out this in, in verse 11. And I love what he says here. He said, God blesses you when people mock you and persecute you and lie about you <laughs> and say all sorts of evil <laughs> things about you because you are my followers.
0: Right. The culture of the world, is one of comfort. Yeah, you're striving oh, for man. comfort. Yeah, which means you don't put yourself in a place where you're going to be persecuted yeah. for Christ. Yeah, um, we were at a we were at a prayer um, gathering with with pastors this week. Yeah, and uh, and one of the pastors there was just praying, and it was very very convicting because he was talking about people Christians who are persecuted in other parts of the world. Right, and and being killed and having to meet in holes in the ground and all this kind of stuff. Right. And, and we can't understand that sometimes living here in the Western world with all of our comforts and all of our, our stuff. Um, and so it's a really good thing for us just to take note of that and to realize that, um, this is going to happen. It's going to get uncomfortable. And even, even more as we get closer to, to Jesus coming back. But, um, but Following Jesus is going to cost you pride, it's gonna yeah. cost you comfort, yeah. um, it's gonna even maybe cost you some sort of a worldly reputation that you've built up. That's gonna be destroyed. Now it's granted huge. you get a new reputation, which is really cool yeah. that you build, but that's a piece that we have to, yeah. th- to just realize and understand.
1: Yeah, I, I think I think you hit on a real key there. Um we love to guard our reputation. Yeah. Um and Many of us would call that our image, of mm, uh, how yeah, people sure. view us. Sure. Um, and Jesus is saying, hey, you've got, you got to be willing to put that on the altar. you got, yep. you got to be willing to let what people think about you yep. because of your stand for what yeah. is right and yeah. what is good uh, because of the kingdom of God right. principle here. you got to be willing to, to, to put that out there and be misunderstood. Yeah, it's true. Uh, you got to be willing to put that out there. And Man, that that is a tough space for us in, in our culture because here's the deal. We like people to like us. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah! I, I want to look at you right now. <laughs> I I want you to like me. I really do. Like that's part of our innate nature, and it's really part of the broken part of right. me as well. Right. Because oftentimes I would make decisions based on getting you to like me, right. Yeah. Rather yeah. than the kingdom of God and the word yep. of God being the standard for my life, and this is this is this this is the flip the here. Flip. Yeah. This is yeah. the backside of of becoming yep. a follower of Jesus is now. Yep. Um, my my desire now is more to to honor Jesus, mm. and, and I care more about what he thinks about my yeah. life than I do uh, about what others yeah. do, and that's hard. It's yeah. just really hard in the culture. Teenagers, uh, kids <laughs> listening right now, uh, this is the, the tension you'll wrestle with yep. your entire life growing yep. up, and even as you get to be an adult, and I would say as adults— we're not very good at it either because we care so much about our reputation but but here's here's really where Jesus unpacks this in this yeah. space of scripture and I, I love what he says so remember what he said all of these things were were opposite and upside down and then he leads us into this verse 11 that tells us hey be here's this reality you're going people are going to hate you and they're going to think you're an idiot and they're going to make fun of you and and then Jesus says these words and I can't believe he actually said this but here's what he said be happy about it be happy about it Be in fact very glad. (laughs) For a great reward awaits you in heaven. And remember the ancient prophets were persecuted in the same way. So Jesus basically says, Hey, you should be thankful for this. (laughs) When people make fun of you, when they mock you, when they lie about you, and you don't go back and try to defend your your good name. Jesus said, Hey, be happy about it. Yeah. Like put on a smile and be good with it. It's It doesn't make sense. Is that not like the complete (laughs) opposite of everything that we've ever learned in our life?
0: Well, and I think that's where the flip is, right? That's where, that's where it gets upside down because rather than saying, I'm going to do everything that makes me happy or makes me satisfied or makes me fulfilled right here and now, I'm going to give all that up for eternity. And so it's living with an eternal mindset. And that's really the kingdom culture shift is I'm giving up, here. Yep. I'm giving up this. I'm yep. giving up every every thing that I hold on to in our world and I'm giving that all up for eternity. Yeah. And that's the shift and that's what Jesus is really hitting on with yep. people. You can either you know remember remember the, the commercials where there's the key of soul you could you could go with this or you could go with that oh, yeah, and yeah, you yeah. could go with this. Yeah. But yeah. the idea that you know y- you can you can have right now. Yep. You can be comfortable yep. you can have all yep. this stuff. Yeah. But it's going to cost you, or you can have a reward when you get to eternity.
1: Yeah. You know, I think all too many of us approach our Christianity, and I've heard this analogy many times. We Mm -hmm. approach our Christianity like we're getting on a cruise ship and and (laughs) heading out on vacation (laughs) um, instead of realizing that uh, this life is really a a battle. It's it's warfare. That's what Jesus promised us. And so when we look at this reality of the flip-flop of the kingdom culture Um, it's easy for us to sell a gospel in today's culture of everything for you, man. Right, right, Everything right, for you. Jesus right. came and died for you. And he did. He did, right. But not so that we could just enjoy the comforts of this right. life. That's right. But so that we could live for eternity yeah. in our minds. Yep. What if upside down <laughs> is really right side up? <laughs> what What if what yeah. we look at, and, and we're, we're pausing and looking at this, because yeah. what Jesus said feels so upside down from the right. way that most of us live right but what if that upside down component yeah is actually really the right way that right. we were designed right. to live in our life and we know that it is right because we know, right? that, is, we know right. that God knows how right. he designed us yeah but because of the culture and the pressure and the things that yeah. we, we live in every day yeah. we oftentimes don't believe that enough yeah. to actually live that way yeah and that's what Jesus was talking about and, right
0: here. And, and this is this is where it, the rubber meets the road right because you from the moment jesus started talking he Mm -hmm. everything he said was counterculture everything was opposite of the world everything and the same thing that happened then happens now where some people hear it and accept it and receive it and get excited about it without a doubt some people reject it and think he's a heretic like what's he thinking some people and i think this is a lot of us receive it and are like yeah i'm gonna live kingdom culture and i'm not gonna live the way that the world says and we go away but the first time
1: Worldly culture challenge us, uh, challenges yeah. us, we feel very, very small. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And be- it's, No, it, yeah. you know, it's interesting because that's what Jesus told us was going to happen. Yes. Right. Yes. In, in Acts chapter one, he said, yeah. this is why you need the Holy Spirit. Yes. Back, Acts chapter one, verse eight says, yeah. but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you yeah. and you will be my witnesses telling people about me everywhere in Jerusalem, yeah. throughout Judea, Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. He gives us the mandate, the blueprint and the power yeah. to live in a yeah. different culture, yeah. a kingdom yeah. culture yeah. right yeah. in the midst of yeah. the world that we're living yeah. in today. Yeah. And but we can't do it
0: without the power of the Holy Spirit in our lives. It's exactly right. How many of you have tried? How many of us have have tried Come to on. live yeah. this this Christian life? Yeah. Have tried to live this spiritual thing yeah. and we either fall on our face or yeah. we fail and then yeah. we give up because there's like I can't I can't adhere yep. to this. Well, we need the Holy Spirit to help us. Yeah. It's the ingredient. We cannot do it without the power of the Holy Spirit working in us. Yeah. Um, if you don't, if you've never read the Pursuit of God, read, read the Pursuit of God. It's read one it. of these books that I think honestly every Christian should just. Yeah have without right? a doubt uh, but he says this in in the pursuit of God he says the moment we make up our minds that we are going on with this determination to exalt God over all which is to follow kingdom culture yep. versus the worldly culture we step out of the world's parade <laughs> we shall find ourselves out of adjustment to the ways of the world and increasingly so as we make progress in the holy way we shall acquire a new viewpoint mm. I like this yeah and a new different psychology will be formed within us. Mm. And this is, this is what you were saying, yeah. Tim. A new power will begin to surprise us by its upsurgings and outgoings. Come on. It's huge. A drastic difference yeah. takes place in our life.
1: Well, and I think, you know, some of you are probably twitching at the word psychology. Let me put it in <laughs> Bible terms for you. Your mind will be renewed. Yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah. Um, this is what we're taught in Scripture that that the way that we think yeah. and process will be changed because of the imprint of the Kingdom of yes. God on us. Yes, and because of the work in the Holy Spirit. Absolutely. In us. What if the way that Jesus instructed us to live yeah. actually produces? Yeah. Imagine this. Yeah. What we're actually looking for yep. in life. Yep. Um, As the creator, we know that he has our best design and and plan. And and some of you are sitting here today and you recognize very clearly Mm -hmm. that the kingdom side of things (laughs) isn't really the way that we live our lives, Mm. the way that you live your life. Um, And here's what I want you to know. There's not a condemnation in that space. There's an invitation. Jesus' invitation was, hey, come and experience a better place. Come and experience a better way. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, come and experience a better kingdom. Yeah. And that's what we're invited to. Yep. Um, and, and the results of those things are dramatically different than what we experience. And totally. there's some of us that are sitting here today who haven't begun that journey right. with Jesus. And right. we, sh- we share this every week with you that there is a very simple way for you to do that. It is a conversation with Jesus yep. himself. Yep. He is listening to you right now. You don't need a priest. Right. You don't need a church building. <laughs> what you need is a moment with Jesus of yeah. just honesty of saying Jesus. I'm broken. Yeah. I'm a sinner. I need you to forgive me of my sin. And here's what we know. Jesus already died on the cross. He already Mm -hmm. spilled out his blood so that you could be forgiven. And as you have that conversation with Jesus, here's what happens. He exchanges your brokenness and your sin for his wholeness Mm -hmm. and new life. Mm -hmm. And we get to experience exactly what Jesus was talking about at the beginning of this. Uh, the knowing of God and and becoming a part of the kingdom of heaven. And so we want to encourage you to do that right where you're at. Maybe you're in a house church Mm -hmm. and you just recognize, man, I need Jesus right now. There's people around you who would love to walk with you through that process. Maybe you're home alone Mm -hmm. or you're watching online right now and you just know that you need to make a decision for Jesus Christ. And we want to invite you to make that decision now and then connect with us as a church um, because that decision is the first step in a journey that requires some help. I've needed it in my life. Um, The Bible teaches us that we need one another. We need the discipleship process of growing. So we want to invite you uh, to do that. And I just want to take a moment and pray over you right now. In fact, I'm going to ask Jason to Mm do it. We're just going to pray over you as we close this time together of being in the word, um, that God would just seal his word in your heart. Yeah, come on. Jesus, we thank you so much for
0: your word to us. Mm -hmm. We thank you that your word is living and active. God and it penetrates every part of our being. Mm -hmm. and uh, and Lord we thank you for your words to us God we thank you for your words of life and Lord we ask that you would truly let them shape us Mm -hmm. and mold us and transform us into who you have designed us to be Mm -hmm. father forgive us where we've uh, allowed ourselves to just live in the culture of the world Mm -hmm. and uh, I pray that you would help us just to align with your spirit uh, more and more in the days ahead father God we love you Mm -hmm. so much and we're excited to dig into more of your words over the summer and what you're speaking to our lives, God, in your name. Amen. Thanks again for listening to this message. Do you know someone who'd be blessed by it? Make sure to share it with them this week.